Good morning, everybody. This is Left Look. Welcome back. It is the week of October 19th. I'm here with my bestest buddies, Jacob and DJ. Hey. And we have another smorgasbord of news topics lined up for you today. Yeah, a beautiful charcuterie. Um, to anyone who's eating a charcuterie board for breakfast. Uh, oh, yeah. This is just for you. I really hope there's somebody who listens to this pre, pre-noon. That'd be nice. And they feel catered to. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Well, welcome. Welcome to the office. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Is it now? Okay. All right. Well... We've got some technical difficulties on Jacob's end. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully they get sorted out soon. He just texted us from the other side of the plexiglass in the office here yeah. saying that his mic's not working. Yeah, I think Charles probably cut the cut the wires or something. Yeah, well, I mean, he skimps on funding too, which doesn't help. It really doesn't. We're working with the bare bones here. Yeah. Our audio equipment. Literally. 1979. Yeah, yeah, uh... If you look closely, if you, if you look at our studio here at our uh, configuration, there's a uh, there's a <laughs> a Korg keyboard, 1979 Korg keyboard. Speak yes. <laughs> um, it doesn't work, so don't ask. Yeah, uh, and we can't sell it. I don't even know how to play the keyboard, so I wouldn't do it justice. I thought you were a programmer. Well, uh-huh. I uh, I figured it out. Oh. There we go. Beautiful. Hey. Um, We're back. Yeah, so you should uh, say hey to me right now, Julian. Hey, Jacob. Hello, Julian. Now you can cue our audios nice and easy. Oh, yes. Hey. Oh, yes, because yep. it'll be... Yes, it's perfect. All, Good thinking. All messed up. Yes. Uh, two minutes, ten seconds is where I'm at. You want to jot, but whatever. What are we going to talk about this week? I don't think we planned anything at all. Uh, no, it's going to be a it's going to be a rough recording, but uh, no, it'll be jovial. Yes. jovial, full of camaraderie and um, what's that? And we? when something's natural, you know, spontaneity. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> if it's something's natural, it'll be spontaneous. Spontaneity is the act. Whatever. Uh, it sounded more French to say spontaneity. It does sound fun to say that word. Used, used it's a lot got of, a lot of nice vowels. Used a lot of French words so far in this podcast. We can keep going. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying there's a segue there to a news item if we want to take it. I'll segue. Uh, take a victory lap on Liz Truss. Her government's falling apart. I bet you... But uh, she's not prime minister by the time this uh, recording comes out, in fact. Really? That fast? That fast. They can't remove her for, like, another 11 months, though, can they? They cannot. uh, Well, like, she can be removed, right, if the chicanery happens behind closed doors. Like, if she threatens to pull a general election, then they might back down. But I think she's going to (laughs) be fucking... uh, 
I, th I think she's going to be removed. That's all the noise I'm hearing too. I'm, I'm, everything I'm hearing from my British media verse is being, is affirming my uh, Liz's leaving sentiment. Okay. Yeah, she had a a mini budget go in, and the uh, markets reacted to it so strongly that uh, the chancellor, her, her basically her running mate in the uh, in mm -hmm. the leadership. Uh, Election contest, contest yeah. is the word that had just gone on for the conservative uh, leadership and also the prime ministership uh, was sacked. He, the chancellor was sacked. Her lieutenant, her second man, was fired because yeah. What was it? Two weeks or something? Yeah, like it, oh, that was four, him. I think it was four weeks, and we're at six weeks right now, or something like that. Four, four Crazy. weeks, five weeks, whatever. And uh, yeah, he's gone. And the new guy who's in, his name's Hunt, and uh, it looks like he's orchestrating a, you know, like a background coup against this woman. And there's no way he's going to do any better, because, like, all he's, uh, all his plan is is to not do the crazy shit that she was planning to do, which was, like, give outrageous uh, tax cuts <laughs> to billionaires and really yeah. rich people. She... She had a strategy that growth would accompany it, and so those losses would just be fine and even out. And she's living in la-la land. She's actually bought into the the Reagan sauce, the Thatcher sauce, you know what I mean? Like, that was always just <laughs> yeah. a, a song and dance, but, like, there's actual ghouls out there who believe it now. It's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. It's trickle down economics, you know. It it just works. It's it has it just to. Works. It's trickle down fucking brain cells. She's at the bottom rung of that fucking mm. tier too. She uh, has throughout her career said that she bases her uh, her life and her work on this historian. And this historian came out recently and said this woman has completely misinterpreted my work, and she <laughs> uh, has no ability to read because everything I do is a. A critique of Thatcherism and Reaganism, and she's just got no ability to read that from it. It's just amazing. But there's just yeah, yeah you got to be pretty obtuse. There's just no talent on the right, you know. They're just propped up. Oh, I don't know about that. I feel what? like Boris was a very skilled operator. Ah, that's true. Boris was one of a kind, <laughs> right? Boris Boris knew exactly what he was doing the whole time, even though. What he was doing was buffoonery. Yes. <laughs> he took uh, one look at Trump, and it took him exactly 30 seconds to put together a pretty good imitation of the thing. Yes. That's and a, had even better hair. The hair, the, the flop, was part of the, uh, the act, you know? Like, he, would, he mm -hmm. would mess it up intentionally before he went on mm -hmm. camera and shit like that. He's, yes. That's the... What the uk's uh what what do they call it the public schools education the uh the Eton academy the uh where all the rich kids go i know that uh boris went to Eton, which is the uh like the primary school that the all the really rich kids go to alongside the kings yeah. and princes and shit like that oh yeah yeah, the private boarding schools. But anyways, he's got the best education money can buy, and at the same time, mm -hmm. he's uh, acting like he's got like 35 fucking IQ points. I don't think so, right? <laughs> like, he knew what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Yes. I hope they just bring him back. He might come back. Whispers. That might be the, that might be the long game. 
replace uh, Liz Trust with the person she replaced? What a move. I think th- uh, they need a general election. There's, like, actually no legitimacy in this government that's running that nation mm-hmm. right now. Oh, yeah. Definitely like, not. When's the last time they had election and an election three prime ministers ago, right? And they've moved, <laughs> like, three fucking steps to the right from there. And that was already, like, more right-wing than most UK governments ever get, that uh, Theresa May government, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bonkers there when they were appeasing all the UKIP voters and just mm-hmm. uh, keep the country together through fascism. Uh. Yes, the problem EU bad, is England th- good. There's been no fucking. All right, what do we do now on the libs, on the lib labor side? Yeah. It's just been like blame game and like well we got to get back in the european union they don't want you back right like they fucking hate you now and uh <laughs> with good reason you traitorous dicks like um yeah that was a, that was a one-way trip yeah you're not coming back for at least like half a century when yeah when nations sorry when states try to leave nations nowadays like uh in the United States, like Texas trying to leave or Saskatchewan or Manitoba trying to leave in Canada, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's like the mob. You, you don't get to leave, right? We'd rather kill you. That's exactly how we feel about it, right? Yeah. And uh, the European Union was not quite there, but they were getting really close to that kind of a union, right? And um, mm-hmm. there's nothing but that can be bred from there but hard feelings. Anyways, but you, the UK's next steps are it's got to be federation with the Commonwealth, you know? Obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obvious, yes. <laughs> the only remaining move on the board. Make good with yeah, India. Just, no, just, uh... You said that last week. I meant to dunk on you about it. Uh, India's not in the Commonwealth. Hasn't been for a long time. No, I know, but no Commonwealth federation is going anywhere without India. Why? Why do you say that? Well, England's a burning garbage pile. Yeah. And then Canada and Australia are, I mean, a lot of natural resources, sure, but that's about it. Resource piles. That's like the perfect symbiosis. No, it, it's, it's almost perfect, but you're lacking the people. That's mm-hmm. where the, the United Kingdom. There's, there's, there's no like, one there. Whatever. There's, what? There's no one in the United Kingdom? There's that's, like not even 100 million people there. That's It's an overpopulated island. It's... Yeah, it's an overpopulated island, but there's not. It's it's dense. It's not a lot. You, it's just they have a small island. They need yeah. to get rid of fifteen or twenty they, million people. They need to, but in the grand scheme of we things, can you take still need fifteen or people. twenty million people, and then they're all absolutely and they're also culturally symbiotic with us already, right? They speak the same yeah. language. They they follow <laughs> the same movies and all that thing. Yeah, but English people would be so miserable here. Or in Australia. They're miserable anywhere. Well, I think within a, within a federated commonwealth, we'd see most people uh, migrating with the seasons, right? Like, you'd spend the summer in Canada, the winter in Australia, uh, and then there would be the major cities, you know, like uh, super cities, uh, mm-hmm. world cities. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think there's well, any like within the commonwealth? That. Sorry, what, DJ? I was at, uh, super cities within the Commonwealth. Yeah, there would have like what? Well, Toronto would like southwestern Ontario is going to become one super city eventually in the twenty one hundred yeah. to twenty two hundred range is what they predict. 
Yeah. What do you? What do you? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I got to back up. What do you mean by super city? What does that mean? Imagine a city that stretches from Toronto to London. You like the GTA Plus? Yeah. Gross. Plus plus. I already hate the GTA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, the Pearl River Delta, uh, in south uh, southwestern China, uh, will be one massive city, like from Hong Kong up to I think it's Guangzhou, but you know. Chinese names don't stick in my head very well because I have a racist brain. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, There's a couple more places throughout (laughs) the world that are just destined to become over the next 200 years ago or so super cities, like beyond anything we've ever seen. Do do you just mean it would be entirely urban sprawl? Yep. Oh, okay. So just, just just the erosion of rural society within that area. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And it's basically over the best farmland on earth. On top of that, in both places. Yeah, I mean, you get all the you get all the people where the food is. Yep. And yeah. that's where the good farms are. And yeah. then you go, wait a minute, where'd all the food go? <laughs> we'll get better at getting food from shittier places. Ideally. Um. I don't know. I think we're going to be fine. Yeah, I don't share the optimism. <laughs> like, like... We'll be better off, for sure. No, no. That's We have the exact wrong, different takes there. We're going to be worse off individually, but, like, as a collective, yes, we'll be fine. we're going to be okay. We're going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, that's kind of why I... Because, uh, like, yeah, you're right, but... Eh, yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, we'll be worse off individually, and like, I don't know. Everything is going to get worse. Is what I'm, is what I'm getting at. Which I think we all doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. It's oh, only. No, it doesn't. It's have only to. going to right now, but it could change. Things could change. If the Federated Commonwealth came together, you and I could not predict what would happen the day after that. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Aren't we in like a process of global balkanization though, of like splitting things up and dividing everything? Is are there any balkanization uh, is is uh, the trend? I'll give you that, but I don't think it's destiny, right? And uh, I would even say uh, more that it's the trend right now because there is a monopolar power in the world. There is a one super hegemon, and therefore. It you know it doesn't mind these little regional dialects bringing up because none of them challenge its power. But when we when we return to a multipolar world, those dialects will uh, threaten the regional hegemons, and we'll see a return. A return to what? People congregating. Uh, the sharp repression of balkanization that Julian was talking about. Yeah, whatever the opposite of balkanization is. Uh, unionization. Nationalism. Unionism? Yeah. Oof. I don't know. Confederation? I don't know. I, I don't see it as like... A, confederation to me is like a, a consensual process, and I see the coming together of the next little bit as more of a violent thing. Like a takeover? Like a forced... Yeah, like a... Conquest? Colonialism 3.0 or whatever we're on. <laughs> yes. Neo neo colonialism. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Neo nouveau. Maybe yeah. there will be no yeah. corporate dress up on it either. It'll just be like 
armies marching through places taking things. Yep. Those are my things. I don't like that. <laughs> Quit it. If you're uh, if you're enjoying your charcuterie breakfast right now, I'm sorry to have such a downer of an episode right away, but things are going to get worse. Yeah, enjoy that charcuterie board while you can, because uh, enjoy your cheese. Those, those nice cheeses and imported meats uh, gonna be hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're just some billionaire despot listening to this podcast out of spite and you're laughing your head off yeah. at every comment we make in which case thank you for the thank you for, thank you for the listen yeah um, cheers man it's, uh, Tune we're in coming for you uh, <laughs> just kidding what am i gonna do yeah coming for our you're coming base. for me probably <laughs> anyways uh before we segue which i am going to just wanted to finish the uh, thought with the commonwealth has islands all over the world every resource it needs to be autonomous and a population Uh that is almost a pyramid you know like it's everything it needs to be i hate having to defend the idea i feel like it's so perfect already but anyways (laughs) uh no one's attacking the idea julia was shitting all over it uh i mean i don't see it but the uh, i mean we can hope you don't hope. You don't think it's a good idea. You think it's uh, it'll lead to violence with the states, I mean, probably. It doesn't make any difference to me, one way or well, the other. Well, it does it, if it actually happened, right? You just don't think it will because you don't think it has any chance of happening. What would change in my day-to-day life if it happened? Lots. I assume the price of gas would go up beyond uh, <laughs> yes. reach for most people. Yes. Uh, I think uh, the ability to travel south of the border would be evaporated for almost all citizens. You know what I mean? Um, There would probably be a greater cooperation with uh, other regional hegemons across the globe. The Chinese, the Turks, the French. But not the states. No, the states would become our greatest uh, adversary immediately. We become... Like, whether we decide or not to, a player, a hegemon, a uh, a jockey for the, the Anglosphere hegemon, which is, like, the leader of the two billion people that can speak English. And I've said this mm-hmm. before. It's, it's the key to ruling the world. And the United States currently hold that title, and they would mess anybody up who tried to take it from them. And so we'd have to eye them down just so they wouldn't mess us up preemptorily. Right. <laughs> but doesn't that just mean inevitably they would attempt it? They might, but uh, they're a republic and we'd outlast them. They would. What, in like a shooting war? Splinter? No, there's no shooting war. Just just like a, an economic growth, a, a survival thing. They would, uh, they're never going to try and go us, right? Because that's mutually assured destruction. But uh, if you could economically outpace them over the long haul and their uh, political situation it deteriorates at home, you know, they become destabilized over the long haul and we uh, get allies around the world. Eventually we could supplant them as the global hegemon. <laughs> so you just want Cold War Part Two? No, I just don't want the American fascists running the world. I, uh, I truly believe when the British fascists were running the world, things were better. 
<laughs> and like getting better all the time, right? Ever since the Americans have uh, taken the reins, things have been getting shittier, like every day. <laughs> like, all right, okay. I, I mean, it's hard to say without being in the, the the height of the British Empire, you know, without experiencing that and comparing it to the present. You know, they did all sorts of horrid shit. I've done this song and dance before, right? And I, I'm not a, an imperialist, right? But somebody has to be in charge. That's the way human nature works, right? I didn't make them rules. The communist revolutions failed. I didn't make them rules either. So if somebody's going to have to be in charge, why would we let it be these fucking capitalists, these imperialist pigs who just like money, 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 money all the time? At least there are things you can appeal to within a monarchy like honor and tradition and things like that which uh cap which hold back the worst emotions of man the basest emotions of man i don't know just trying to manipulate things for the better peace it, it would be ideal yeah but uh things are being manipulated for other gain instead which sucks uh-huh. you ever you ever think about how great the world would be if the Americans lost the Revolutionary War? No. <laughs> Imagine the Brit- the British Empire. I can't think that broadly. The British Empire. Well, it's not that hard, right? The the Americans lose the uh, the Revolutionary War, and because mm. of that, Napoleon never comes about because the British are fucking beefy in this timeline, right? And so then coming into the 1900s, when the Germans try mm. and form. They can't because the British are fucking beefy in this time. They could land pre-1900 in Europe a million men in that timeline Mm -hmm. if they owned America, all of it, uh, you know, from 1775 or whatever the Americans. Oh, that Revolutionary War. Yeah. (laughs) What other Revolutionary War? I I thought, I don't know. I just assumed you meant the Civil War and I was just really confused because I was pretty sure Napoleon happened before that. Well, no. But okay, I'm on pace with you now. Okay, so they have all of the Americas. Great, keep going. Yeah. So then, uh, World War One never happens. The Napoleonic Wars probably never happen, right? Mm-hmm. Soviet Union never happens. Just thing on thing on thing on thing just never happens because the British are clearly not even close. The global hegemon. It like it would make the American hegemony that we're under right now seem a little laughable. That's how. It, tough the british empire would be if the americans lost Mm -hmm. that war right yeah there's not really another superpower that in that circumstance would rival them yeah yeah we would be talking about how the british spend uh instead of like the next nine militaries in the world today we'd we'd be like well the british empire spends more than the next 50 militaries in the world together right because like they would own all of africa and still all of India, and, you know, also the rest of the Commonwealth that you think of, and America proper, right? Like, crazy. Crazy. I mean, probably by that logic, they just, there would just be a global hegemony under them. Exactly, but there would be world peace because of that, instead of this fucking nonsense (laughs) we live in right now. Yeah, maybe. And the Commonwealth proved it had the ability to garden, you know what I mean? Like, the Welsh, I talked about this lap, last episode, how the Welsh language disappeared, 
and then the com uh -huh. the commonwealth cultivated it and you know rebirthed it into society right like Th that was well after the fall of the british empire though no it wasn't yeah it was it's only been a thing for like the past you know since the 60s no not true yeah lang language reinstitution has was never a thing before the 1900s i'm googling this right now because i'm pretty sure the welsh fucking thing has been on for a long time uh welsh well, we got a fact check yeah this one well, has I, to be fact checked unfortunately i've got a i've got a noise for jacob's this gotta one. be right everyone well you you directly challenged the fact Right. So it's... I just don't think it was that big of a deal a hundred years ago. Who, who, who in the British Empire was caring about the Welsh language? You know, maybe there were local efforts in Wales, but as far yeah. as like a, an effort throughout the United Kingdom, yeah. I don't think it was a thing. Yep, we got a fact check, everybody. Uh -oh. sit, sit tight. We got a fact uh -oh. check. Don't sit tight. I'd Google it too, but my uh, keyboard is very loud. I'm on my phone. <laughs> Phone's the best way to go about it. Oh, getting that speed. Yeah. I'm not going to let that stop me. Oh, he's going. Oh, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. It's like hearing a uh, um, Game. telegraph operator. Oh, I've got one of those, too, actually. They don't even mention oh, it on their Wikipedia page. That's crazy. Really? They're fucking really proud of the Welsh it. language. Yeah, they're obviously not. They're in denial that like they went extinct. <laughs> we all know that, right? Like, uh, when did Welsh go extinct? We'll do that. What is L one and L two? Oh, well, that's left one and left two. <laughs> I'm just over here staring cluelessly at my Xbox controller. Well, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> or a person's second language is L2. Okay. And L1 oh. is their first. Interesting. Yeah. Fun fact for everybody. L0. L0. <laughs> All right. I feel like that's what we've got. DJ's completely correct on this one. I'm, I invented this fact in my mind. Spreading disinformation again. Uh, <laughs> the, Welsh, the Welsh was... Uh, pushed after the 1980s is what wikipedia was telling me there oh wow that's even yeah, later than i would have guessed i didn't honestly i didn't know about welsh but i knew scots gaelic and irish that's when the bbc was like oh hey oops <laughs> we, we're maybe maybe we should preserve these that's balkanization <laughs> then i don't like balkanization that's just going to lead to regional violence over the long run what bringing the languages back yeah ah so, Jacob, just uh, I hate to do this to you, but I just need to know up front, you're in favor of the assimilation of culture for the greater like preservation of humanity as a whole. No, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Greater assimilation? When did I support that? It, it just sounds like at every turn you're, you know, you're really uh, knocking down the idea of, of these you know smaller cultures trying to preserve what they have uh i don't know preserve i i, I specifically the welsh because i want the welsh to have their own language i i don't i don't even know what you're talking about here to be honest well but you know you're you're i would prevent the, the i idea. would prevent the americans i said from ever existing uh -huh. i don't think that's assimilating <laughs> right I, no, more as I'm like aborting you... them as an idea right yeah, uh, sure. Okay, you're saying that. 
but I'm, I'm strictly know, we, against assimilation is what I'm trying to get at. Well, uh, you, you keep you keep railing on the idea of balkanization, which kind of naturally occurs when when a people are, you know, you can prevent uh, it in arms. Yeah, Balkan. You can prevent it, and balkanization. But preventing it. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm coming. naturally naturally is is a is a form of people trying to, you know, protect their own culture. Don't you think? No, it, the balkanization is the creation of new cultures, or like, I mean, in the original term, uh, in the Balkans where it came from, it it, it was the mm. retreat to nationalization, right? But what we when we're using it now, we're talking about the the sedentation of uh peoples that are broadly speaking the same language english right all over the world uh Mm -hmm. settling down and becoming more tribal about that english that they're speaking speaking all over again right which is the resurgence of the scots gaelic bullshit right which is this uh what they haven't spoke this language for like four hundred years, and they're gonna fucking archaeology it out of the grave just because they want to flip the crown off? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, I don't speak Scots. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how to weigh in on that. Uh, my default stance is fuck the Scots. That's pretty harsh. I'm pretty pro Scots. Not gonna lie. Why? Yeah. The Scottish just an appre- go ahead just impress people for so long. See, that's and... that's what they want you to think. Not true at all. They <laughs> no. they inherit the throne in the 1600s. Go on yeah. to be like Robin to the English Batman. You know, kicking in doors all around the world. Right, like any movie you've seen about the Victorian Empire, the the sergeant in the and whatever company soldiers whatever is scottish you know he he doesn't speak english he has a, a thick uh-huh. scottish accent in your brain right yeah they were partners I mean, in crime I, in empire i don't want to say oppressed but you know a people who now look at the rest of england and go oh mm, maybe we don't like that so much that's and ba- are just being that's balkanization right that's historical revisionism like we're a different people no you're not and you've been the same people for 300 years since you joined in the act of unions of 1707 right to for the that's political that's political union that has nothing to do with it's not political union they were culturally united hundreds of years before that right so like for the scots to all of a sudden and by culturally i mean religiously and uh linguistically uh but anyways for the Scots to all of a sudden to now decide that they don't want to be with England, I think is uh, uh, balkanization. It's a product of this American empire that we're seeing. You know, that uh, they have these reactionaries everywhere throughout the globe trying to preach this, you know, fanatic libertarian I- ideology, which is the destruction of the social state, right? The the welfare state. And it's driving these lesser peoples away from... Uh, their regional hegemons and causing this balkanization like the english gave the scottish and the welsh and uh the northern irish all these programs like the nhs and things like that to keep them right uh under the colors or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. for them to be stripped away now uh, under the american auspices you know for uh rupert murdoch's fucking fox news empire basically basically marching order I don't see that as the English's fault at all. I don't know. Meandered a little. Yeah. No, I... it's it's 
No, go ahead, Julian. I've been talking too much. No, no, no. It's good. I just want to jump in with a quick point here that the only way to allow all of these cultures to exist in harmony together is to abolish nation states and borders altogether. But that's a bigger problem yeah. than what we can that's really tackle. I don't right support there. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. That's yeah. like the anti of of uh, your author your authoritarian yeah. <laughs> thought process. If if there was no nation states, I'd I'd turn to raiding. That's what I would do, right? You'd what? I'd turn to raiding and become a warlord and have a little chieftain. Oh, raiding. Yeah. I'd become a little chieftain, you know? Like, that's that's what I've always thought about. That's always... <laughs> uh, as long back as I've thought, uh, I've thought, it's been, you know, war, politics. That's always what I've thought about. If there were no rules all of a sudden... There, are, there has to be millions of people like me that are like even deeper sociopaths and psychopaths that would just, without question, do that shit, right? Nation right. states uh, keep back those monsters. They got to be there, in my opinion. All right. Well, I didn't, I didn't suggest there's no rules, but uh, you wouldn't just be happy with like a garden. No. Not, not if I could go conquer the world. <laughs> I, it's so sad and so empty, and Carl Sagan decimated me with that, uh, think of all those kings and emperors who, in their vainglorious actions, uh, yes. slaughtered rivers of blood just so they could be the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. You know, he gets me with that, right? And I, I feel that, but like, there's, I'd have no resistance. I don't believe in free will, right? I would just be drawn to that lifestyle if there was no uh, rules, right? There were just... I would just have to do it. I, it's in my bones. It's in his bones. He's got the bones of a conqueror. I uh, I believe that there are people who just think about fighting all the time, and that they were born to do it. You know, there you know that Jocko Wilnick guy that uh, Brandon goes on. Oh my on? god, he's so funny. Yeah, he's yeah only by name. He talks about when he was like twelve that all he could think about was shooting a machine gun. Like, all day long, right? And it's like, it, now he's like a Zen master kind of guy, right? Like, he's, like, trying to express uh, wisdom to the younger generations and about how the greatest warriors try and avoid fighting, right? And all that, which is great, right? But, like, when he was a pupae, a larvae, whatever you want to call him, he, he thought about blood and guts nonstop. And it's psychotic, but there's, like, a good percentage of the male population, I believe, think like that. Like, I mean, I did. I definitely thought a lot about machine guns. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, like, not a cultural thing either. It's it's almost evolutionary at, one, at some point, right? I mean, how else could you get over and over again throughout history people to march in lines to go chop each other up, right? Like, without some kind of drive to do it, without some segment of the populace uh that wants to do that you know what i mean like yeah it makes you wonder if there is if it is just a balance or if there are just people that are naturally drawn towards violence yeah the old nature versus nurture i'm sure there yeah. there is a mix but there is also a hard base that you can't reduce beyond right that there is always that thrum of violence within humanity so you wouldn't yeah i don't know you wouldn't be happy just being like a gladiator no gladiator the honor is not the 
the same, right? Like, uh, it's like the honor a sports hero gets. I've never, ever had any inclination to do sports, right? I, I, the people who want to do war, who want to lead war, they want to be written in a history book, right? The, it's the same instinct that politicians have, you know, like Liz Truss embarrassing herself <laughs> so, like, disgustingly boris johnson actually better example right boris johnson Mm. being a buffoon right like an international embarrassment somebody that uh anyone in polite society looks down on he's laughing at us in uh his mind he thinks you all are losers you don't understand the game that we're playing i'm in the book now he thinks right i've pissed my name onto the tree of history and you all will disappear as nothing right that's how those people think yeah. Kind of pathetic. It is. It's yeah. uh, it, the rats trying to climb a, a greasy pole, right? <laughs> a greasy pole of other rats. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, the greasy pole is there, so it has to be climbed. No, man, you can just make a garden. The garden thing. You it, can I, ignore the pole. I mean, I, I think I might be able to, Julian, right? And I agree with that, but... Just because I would succeed at that doesn't mean I could, like, make policies about how everyone's going to live their life based on Jacob's little personal success against his own impetus for, I don't know, more, (laughs) you know, for greed. Yeah. Maybe you could. Yeah, but just because I would succeed, DJ, the point is that most people would fail who have those impetuses, right? Maybe. Um, I mean, if you could, why can't they? Come on. Let's have a little faith in people. No. Oh, man. Well, I have you, no you idea how to call this episode. Jesus. Um, you'll think of something. You're a smart lad. Yeah, we'll get there. You'll get there. There's this great but, line from uh, the Lincoln movie. Um, the one with, uh, what's his name? Face, the Irish actor who's really good. Daniel Day-Lewis. Wait, we're talking about the Civil War now, right? Yes. That Lincoln? Okay, okay. Yes. And uh, there's a a character in it, uh, and he's played by Agent K from Men in Black. You know who I'm talking about? No Country for Old Men. Um, Sure. I'm terrible with actors. Really? Yeah, awful. Uh, What's his name? Oh, I should know his name. Anyways, Uh, you, you know who I'm talking about, though, Julian, right? Yeah, one sec. I could have Googled it silently. That would have helped um, Julian. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee go. Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> he, he plays this uh, like radical, radical left guy. Uh, he's like secretly married to this black woman during the Civil War era, and he's like, mm-hmm. he's a firebrand. But anyways, he has he has a bunch of great lines that I've taken to heart, right? Like uh, uh the one I'm going to I'm going to do too actually cuz I love him so much. The the yeah. the first one is like um I don't give a damn about the people and what they think. The this is the face of a man who has fought long and hard for the people without giving a much of a damn for any of them. I love it. That's such a great line. They just I I hate people. They're so stupid and petty and useless, but I'm going to fucking do what's right for them anyways cuz fuck them, right? I I love the grumpiness of that. And then there's uh, <laughs> another line where he's talking with his uh, 
his own party members and they're they're strategizing and uh someone goes i don't trust lincoln and he goes trust i thought your chosen profession was politics you know what i mean and uh that's a great line too which is I don't trust anybody. That's nonsense to trust people, right? The evolutionary history has told me that we're untrustworthy. And saying, tr- uh, trust me, in fact, is a sign that you're untrustworthy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like that Johnny Depp line I tried to recreate the other episode. Uh, you can always trust an untrustworthy man to be untrustworthy. It's, you know, it's an honest man that you can't trust. Because you never know when they're going to do something incredibly stupid. <laughs> yes. His famous testimony against Amber Heard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You imagine if uh, they did that fucking courtroom and Johnny Depp goes to get on the stand. He comes in full fucking Captain Jack Black. Whatever. God, that would have been a move. Captain Jack Black. Yo, I watched the shit out of that what is the What is the actual name? Captain <laughs> Jack, Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Thank you. Captain <laughs> yeah. Jack Black. Can you imagine? I've... I've I want those films redone with Jack Black as the captain. Now. I want to. That would be. There's a my ride. title, by the way. <laughs> I want a really shitty redux, you know, with just like uh, a couple scenes where it's like either Will Turner or Captain Barbarossa talking, and then it turns to ca- uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, and instead it's just like <laughs> Jack Black from School of Rock or like Nacho Libre <laughs> or some shit like that. That would be really funny. That would be great. Just somebody yes. makes a, like a bad edit of the whole film. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch the shit out of that. I'd watch hours yes. of that. <laughs> Redo the entire Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. He's uh, he, he's going to play Bowser. He is. In the, uh, he's Bowser in the Mario movie. It's mocap, Bonkers. right? <laughs> uh, I, I, honestly, it might be. He's, no. uh, he's a very... He gets really into his roles. He, he gets does. really into his character roles. That'd be awesome if it's mocap. Honestly, the only reason I'm going to see that film when it comes out <laughs> is just for Jack Black. Yes. I'm supporting Jack, not the film. Yes. And Chris Pratt's a minus one, but Jack Black is a plus two. Yep. Oh, People easily. seemed really hurt that the original Mario didn't get to play. What's his face? Yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot of discourse over VA selection there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jack Black is playing Bowser. Did I hear that correctly, though? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I know how I feel, and I feel great. Is it like, what's a, what's the Bowser noise? I gotta be honest. I, I never made it to Bowser. I don't even know. That's like that's like deep mr krabs not bowser (laughs) you know what you did trigger it deep in my brain though when but not from like a a mario game from like well from a mario game but from mario kart when he's oh when he's pushing people yeah 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 it's like a yeah yeah it's got those feral noises (laughs) weird godzilla turtle what a terrible fucking thing (sighs) i've seen worse you've seen worse (laughs) Oh yeah, I've seen way worse things uh, than Bowser. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Way I guess nine eleven was worse. That was that was worse. Uh, dead possum I saw on the road the other day. That was worse. Yeah. Um, every time I see Joe Biden, that was worse. <laughs> What's uh, wrong with Joe? Dark Brandon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have hate you him. Seen him recently? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I know. I was worried you were. I I couldn't trust you there. Huh. You know? 
But um, uh, oh, do you want one? No, no, I wasn't good. No, wait for when it's good. I saw, wait for when it's a real zinger. I saw Ben Shapiro uh, do a bit today where he was like, you know, Joe Biden only got elected because he wasn't Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. But now that he's in office, he's just going to do the exact same policies. What's the, what's the point? And it's like, Jesus, <laughs> what kind of fantasy world do you live in, my guy? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Conservatives approaching the point. Just moons away. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's no moon. That's a space station. Anyways. If only it was a space station. They just shoot a laser at the Earth. Oh, man. That would be a great way to go. Right? The moon just turns around after like it's full <laughs> and it just spins and this red laser starts charging. We're all like, what the crap? That ain't normal. Yeah. NASA's been working on it for decades. It's NASA's. <laughs> <laughs> not even some kind of alien race just nope just nasa you know what do you think all the like it's time to pull the plug fire up the moon weapon the moon yeah. weapon there's just a laser in the moon um oh yeah i'm gonna segue uh because ben shapiro is a good time to bring up kanye uh unrelated oh, no. no ben shapiro was kanye yeah, Ben Shapiro responded to Kanye's anti-Semitic uh, responses. I just thought it was really crazy that Kanye's gone, you know, full psycho. Yeah, I mean, I, it feels like it was always kind of hidden in there. But yeah. yeah. How do you I'll think the past five years? I think he gets Britneyed, like, soon, you know? Conservatorship yeah. or whatever. Maybe. I guess that's uh, that, that could... That could happen. I don't know who the record really could. The record label. Oh, that's true. I guess the label could. The corporation with the lawyer, with you know, an attorney to be assigned always mm. on hand or whatever. No man, I think he's going all the way to presidency. He, I think he might try and run as uh, Trump's VP next time around. That would be very interesting. I I think that would be very interesting. That's quite the message uh killer. You know what I mean? That Trump's this dangerous racist fascist, right? And then yep. fucking yeah. Kanye's on fucking stage with him. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be that would be something else. That would be crazy too, and I love the drama around it cuz you know Kanye'd kill him. <laughs> you know Kanye would stage a coup. There's no way Kanye doesn't do something absolutely mental. Wow, wouldn't that be nuts? The end of our fucking timeline is like, you know, Emperor Kanye or whatever. Emperor Kanye. Yeah, I can absolutely see this timeline. It's not even <laughs> like such a deep fake that it's unbelievable. It's just like, yeah, that could happen, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> At this rate, I'm willing to believe Emperor Kanye. Yeah. Well, we all thought Trump was impossible. Like, literally anything could happen now unironically changes the national anthem to power by kanye <laughs> he would though he absolutely would what what's all man to do with all that power <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah yeah no he said he was going death con three on the jews death con oh. death con three yeah <laughs> yikes yeah kanye. He, he well he he makes it very clear that there are good Jews and bad Jews and that oh I think he mentioned that uh, he is one of the good Jews because he's black yeah no 
he can't be anti-Semitic because all black people are Jews. Is right. What he, is what he said. <laughs> yes. Which is anti-Semitic okay. in itself, I think. I'm not... Hella. Yeah. Also kind of racist at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Nothing means anything anymore. The black Israelites are huge in the States, though. They're like... They're, they're really weird. <laughs> like, how could you... People who have been caught from the Niger River and taken to, you know, Louisiana and then spread to from the there. Mississippi. Yeah, think that you were the Israelites. How'd you get that, right? Like, I thought it was wild when the Ethiopians were claiming they were Israelites, right? Because that was obviously bullshit, right? But at least they got their claim it back to like a thousand you guys, the, the black Israelites just kind of shrug their shoulders at you and you ask them about their lineage, right? Like, they just go, I don't know. It was destroyed. How could yeah. they know? Jesus. How could they prove it? <laughs> no, yeah, you're right there. You're right there, Jacob. It was Jesus. <laughs> Perfect. That's, that's the answer they've been looking for. God, you keep making jokes when I move my finger away from the button. Hey, Sorry. It's okay. You can't one. trust me. I will get one in tonight. I swear to God. Maybe we got ten minutes left. Yeah, I can be. I can stay silent for ten minutes. Watch me. <laughs> you were Here's worried. Here's a question. We... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was worried that we weren't going to fill the time, but we we did it, or we're doing it. We're rolling. Yeah, yeah. We're chugging right like along. a like a moss, like a mossless rock. Julian tries we're to convince it. the audience that I'm a fascist is a bit we've done more often than ants, I'd like to point out. Just I don't think that's true at all. We have done ants quite a bit. But I was, <laughs> yes. but I was making a point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, as a monarchist, aren't you a fascist a little bit? Uh, yes, that is technically true. There you go. Proof my point. <laughs> I'm off left. I uh, I'm making deals with the devil. I ardently off left. Off left. The I haven't heard the that uh, the water the water gets muddled up there in the top left corner. <laughs> I don't uh, know. What was it? I I have something that could kill the last ten minutes effectively here. Okay, sure. If anyone, if you want to say something to wrap up our previous thoughts there first. No, I got nothing. What celebrity could the Democrats possibly run to answer uh, Trump and or Kanye? Uh, Ga- Beyonce. Gavin Newsom, the governor of uh, California, will run, and he'll win. What? what? He asked celebrity. Yeah, but... They're, they're, yeah, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, but it ain't going to yeah. happen. The Democrats don't run celebrities. Their yeah. politicians are celebrities. I think yeah, okay, Oprah? Well... Oprah's a contender? <laughs> Oprah is All not right, yeah. a contender. Deeply not. Oprah could do it. <laughs> uh, you know you know what celebrity I bet they could get to do it? Ah. Obama. Anderson <laughs> Cooper. Yes. Anderson, Anderson Cooper, Cooper I could see that. Yeah. Um He has some knowledge. Yeah, of what the game. that would be that would be the first gay president. That'd yeah. be crazy. Openly gay, at uh, least. Well. What 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 good is there if a president isn't if you're not openly gay, then you're not gay. <laughs> like, unless they find out, you know, if they find out all your president, then hey, guess what? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> guess who's coming out during their presidency? <laughs> that would be awesome. Matthew McConaughey be... is going to make a run at it one day. 
McConaughey. I've, I've heard that. that. He will um, make a run at it, but he's going to be unsuccessful because he he just how did McConaughey get famous? But as a stoner, right? Like, not a great starting image to a political career. I mean, if he runs on legalizing it. Yeah, the first stoner president. That's a, that's a smaller step. That's a that's a step America's willing to accept. He's a Republican, I think, isn't he? Actually, I think. Yeah. I gotta look um, it up. Yeah, I I, I I don't know anything about Matthew McConaughey. Who am I kidding? Maybe once Wilson again, Knight. I know nothing about actors. You can ask me about Jack Black. That's literally the only actor I know about. <laughs> Jack Black, twenty twenty four. Oh man. That would be something. I'd commit voter fraud for that one. <laughs> Welcome to the House of Rock. It's the White House. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, it didn't kill ten minutes, but it was fun. No, I mean. Uh, no, we're we're still rolling on it. I'm I'm still thinking. Uh, yeah, I, th- th- we haven't exhausted American celebrities yet. Yeah, sounds <laughs> of them. Who's big right now? I mean, if Kanye runs, maybe Kim. As a Democratic answer, Tucker that Carlson. Would be funny. Tucker Carlson's gonna run one day. You think? Who's Tucker Carlson? The guy who runs the Fox News show. Oh, yeah, gross. <laughs> He's the one. John's it's not a celebrity. It's just a. It's just a dried piece of leather. He was on <laughs> CNN or MSNBC. I can't remember. But John's. He used to wear a bow tie, and John Stewart savaged him in front of oh. fucking millions of people. And ever since then, he's gone real dark horse. Like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. He flipped to the evil side. He was already on the evil side, but he just was like, well, fuck it. If you're going to be mean to me, I'm wearing the Nazi armband. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pulled a Skywalker then. Basically. Yes. Cool. Although that's a good point. Maybe Jon Stewart or like Colbert, one of those like yeah. liberal media guys. Jon Stewart, yeah. I don't think, wants to do it. Deeply doesn't want to do it. I, don't I think, think he, he said to. several times he doesn't want to. Yeah, But I think he could. Could do it. For sure. Didn't Colbert, didn't he try once? Colbert can't do it. He, Colbert's not fit for politics. No, I know, absolutely he isn't. But I, I, I vaguely remember being into Colbert for a brief time, and he was. He, he ran for senator or something. I don't oh, remember. Oh, really? He, something. Yeah, I definitely remember he ran for something as a gag, but he <laughs> gave it. He Like, he gave it an honest shot. Right. Colbert got big on the gag that he's a Republican, right? And that's like an easy bit to do. It just takes a real dry humor, right? And he has yeah. he has a real dry sense of humor because he is a dry person. He is a nerd. He can name you all the Valar of Tolkien, all, oh, all the gods yeah. in Tolkien. That's a that's a loser. You know what I mean? That ain't someone who's winning a political campaign. Hey, he's winning more than I am, and. Uh... He knows more of the Valar than I do, so there's a correlation there somewhere. <laughs> no, he could never win 70 million votes. You know what I mean? Oh, no. No, I don't see it. But uh, he could run. He could run. We're talking about people who um, could win. Oh, were we? I thought it was just people who could run. Well, Shit, win? No one? Who's going to win? <laughs> no one? No, Nobody wins against fascism. We're all losers in the end. <laughs> that sucks. That's yeah. That's actually part of my <laughs> co-opt it plan. But you know, whatever. Um, my co-opt it theory, I guess I should call it. But whatever. Yeah, the theory of co-opt it. If you can't beat them, 
say words that don't mean what you st- uh, think and, you know, go to war with them covertly. <laughs> like, I don't know what the theory just, is. It's kind of all over the place. Just trick them. <laughs> you need to decoct your theory. Do what? De- what? Decoct. C D E C O C T? Yeah, decoct, like concoct, but decoct. Oh. Decoct is when you boil something down to uh, uh, purify its essence yeah. or to strengthen. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's a new word of the day, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I, I sometimes read words and go, I don't know what that means, and then look it up. I'm going to put that then, as one of our tags. Decoct. Sure. Decoct. Yeah. Hey, that that's education. a reference. I probably should have given a better definition, but... Uh, I can't talk anyways. So. A Bever definition. <laughs> yeah, a Bever definition. <laughs> I can talk worse, though. I don't have to talk well, but I can talk way worse. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're making noises and we're uploading them. I'm I uh, I had a, a three-minute bit. It's not really three minutes. It's like 30 seconds, but, you know, we're coming to Lay that. it on us. Um, yeah. There's been a new tactic I've been reading all about uh, that's been apparently really successful in the uh, Ukrainian war. Uh-huh. They're called thunder runs, uh-huh. and uh, they had their progenitor in the uh, the United States invasion of Iraq, the second one, when they took Baghdad. Uh-huh. And, right. And uh, what I knew about urban combat from World War Two, basically all my war knowledge comes from there, that era, basically, right? Uh, a little dated, but okay. A little dated for sure, <laughs> but you know, you just update it here or there; it's the same. Um, they it's the slaughter right urban combat sucks and so the americans yeah. were trying to figure out a plan on how to take an urban center uh with like really minimal uh casualties and what they decided to do was just roll through with like 600 guys like really really minimal amount of guys and just take like a couple uh intersections like lighted intersections uh between mm-hmm. the airport and the center of town and it was just like a such a show of force that like all the organized resistance in this uh, city of five million or whatever baghdad at the time it just broke and it took 600 guys right and so the tactic has been since called thunder runs right you run through really heavily armed with like a few amount of guys and you're trying to cause a lot of violence uh in a small, small area. You shoot at everything, mm. trying to get them to shoot at you because you've got armor and guns. And uh, so you're trying to prevent them from coordinating and, you know, getting their missiles together and shit like that. And mm, I see. Anyways, apparently the tactic, the Ukrainians are really exploiting it right now that uh, they, uh. they roll into the, these uh, urban areas, these towns of like 50,000, 100,000 that like dot the Ukrainian landscape. And they just fuck mm-hmm. shit up and then they leave, right? And uh, I got to say, I hope just... th- that they don't continue to use that tactic. And I'm predicting that, uh, you know, six, seven weeks from now, if they're still using that tactic, they're going to get fucking decimated. Because, you know, all it takes is just, like, one organized defense. And all that's 600 men gone, right, if you're using the, mm-hmm. the Baghdad force, right? Because... You just got to intercept them, know when they're coming, things like that. It's, it sounds like such a risky play for such a a nonsense maneuver. But anyways, that's the end of that bit. Oh, well, I mean, I you know, it's been like that throughout all of human history. You know, the the great the great flanks, the charges, the the breaking of morale is always more effective than the you know 
the actual grind. No, the grind but, uh, the grind wins wars. I disagree. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say like through, you know, throughout history that's always been a thing and then as soon as you stop that thing, then it's the grind. As soon as you, as soon as the flank is blocked, as soon as the charge is stopped, it's they they peter out. That's all they've got. Yeah. You know. No great flanking maneuver has ever uh shifted the tides of history. You know what I mean, like uh Hannibal, Hannibal killed 60,000 Romans at Cannae, right? And uh he lost. He lost dramatically because the resource base, yeah. right? The Germans killed whatever millions of Frenchmen in World War One, and they lost because the British united the entire fucking world against them. Yeah, yeah it'll 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 win the battle, sure, yeah. but the war, not so much. Yeah, so that's that's my point about these Ukrainian thunder runs too, right? Eventually, the the cold will get uh, to them so that only mobile units are able to take the field, right? Infantry can't take the field in minus 30 or minus 40 weather, right? And then once that happens, they'll be uh, able to see you coming from greater distances, set up with greater radar protection. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to get caught in the open with that tactic. Or trapped in it the city. Happen. Yeah. 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 Like, that's what I would try and do. Uh, when they enter, try and uh, attack them from multiple sides at once and keep them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's dangerous yep. shit. Yeah, if you know they're going to do that, just open. Like, what, what do they call that uh, ancient Chinese tactic? The uh, the uh, open fortress tactic. Yeah, just oh. like, hey, city's open. Come on in. I love. <laughs> Go on. Go on. I love that the ancient Chinese were all about really complex formations. That's so fucking. It was. Uh, it, it it's not a thing anymore it was like never a thing anywhere else you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> i mean it was cool but yeah it was very isolated it's cool as shit and like you know the romans did some okay cool stuff right like checkerboard patterns in the testudo but never anything approaching like some of the names these chinese patterns have are, are like long wane long-winded crane takes on fighting mountain or some shit like that you know what i mean it's just yeah. like damn what's going on there and it's like you got to have uh eight lines of shields with the light cavalry and then the crossbowmen it's like well that's a very complex formation i'm gonna put a bunch of spears in a line i hope they hold up but if not the next line <laughs> of spears will probably do it yeah you know i mean yeah yeah it was all it was it was very niche like theoretical stratagem bullshit yeah just so unconnected from reality in my opinion but you know it does sound dope as fuck Apparently, actually, uh, the Alexander's pikemen uh, opened up holes to accept chariots. I know we're over an hour, Julian, but I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'd, I'm happy just to hear the phrase opening up holes. I'm, I'm all ears. <laughs> that was gross. Yeah, that was gross. His pikemen, you say, were opening up holes. <laughs> you know, the Greeks did wear that uh, those skirts so that they could fuck each other after battle. So Good. Yes, I approve. We're good. It's not really war without that part. It's a good yes. hour. Yes, that's been an hour. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. This has been Left Look, your favorite independent podcast from the Gato Institute. Uh, yeah. Bye. See ya.